Hello, welcome to the Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is John Suter of CFC. Have you ever heard of Glenn W. Turner? Actually, he was a con man who coined the saying, fake it until you make it. At one time, he was a salesman extraordinaire. Mr. Turner, the son of a sharecropper, told people they could all be rich and successful like him if, that is, they made an investment in his multi-level marketing company. They would peddle mink oil makeup and his dare-to-be-great motivational tapes, and they would collect more money by recruiting others and taking a percentage of their sales. Ironically, when newly minted salespeople found it impossible to make a go of it, they were told to fake it until you make it by wearing expensive clothes and waving around $100 bills to lure others to what we now know was your basic Ponzi or pyramid building scheme. Mr. Turner wasn't the first, nor will he be the last, to undertake a scheme to fool people in order to make money. Funny how the same fake-it-until-you-make-it scheme is still happening today, only the trouble is that faking it with matters of money just doesn't work. Take, for instance, the housing bubble in 2008. Fraud was everywhere committed and invited by banks, rating agencies, mortgage brokers, and appraisers. In fact, it was so big it brought down the entire U.S. economy. Normally, the economy goes into recession and brings the different asset sectors down with it. But not with the 08 recession. The excessive leverage individuals were taking in the housing market was just the beginning. If you want to narrow the scope, take, for example, Wells Fargo, whose senior management was looking the other way as employees, desperate to meet unrealistic sales quotas, opened millions of fake bank and credit card accounts in order to earn big bonuses. A more recent example in just this last year is the collapse of the cryptocurrency market, namely the bankruptcy of FTX in November of 2022, once valued at $32 billion. Crypto, one could easily surmise that it is a fake-it-until-you-make-it form of money, and that Sam Bankman-Fried did exactly that. No government backs it. It is all but impossible to use and serves no legal need. It's an asset class that is entirely based on investor sentiment, not underlying company fundamentals. So what drives these investors' attention to crypto? It could be their underlying optimism about the U.S. financial market. Crypto investors are 49% more likely to believe the U.S. economy has improved in the past year than the average American. And they are 40% more likely to believe the U.S. economy will be better one year from now. That's pretty optimistic, given the median probability for the U.S. economy entering in recession is 60% during the second half of 2023. This population also has somewhat different attitudes about finances overall. Crypto investors are 45% more likely than the average American to enjoy risk-taking for a chance of high return, and they are 38% more likely to feel excited about the ups and downs of financial markets, otherwise known as volatility. Hence, the reason why I characterized crypto earlier as a high-return, high-risk asset. It was even marketed the past two years as the sexy asset to own by many celebrities and successful athletes. So if you feel your investor preferences are aligned with such a group, then crypto may be an asset of choice for your portfolio, within reason. But if not, then buyer beware, because it may turn out to be simply similar to buying a a one-in-a-million chance lottery ticket from a nearby 7-Eleven. Regardless, here's wishing you the best of luck. That's it for the day. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard.